Welcome back, everybody, to the third installment of The Murder Shed, featuring your co-host, Jay Little, and my other co-host, Stuart Bray. We are going to have some awesome, awesome topics about stuff today for you all. I shouldn't say stuff so much. Topics about stuff. Topics about stuff. Topics about uh, the evolution of horror. Uh, Stuart, we talking about the Green River Killer. Your fix was stuff. Stuff. And mine was um. So, um, all right. We're trying it. to figure that out. We're yeah. trying to get to that. Uh, but yeah, I'll be talking about the Virginia Tech shooting today, Sir Green River Killer, and uh, last episode was awesome. We also had a little bonus episode with two friends, Stuart's first cousin, Nick, so if y'all didn't get to listen to that last time, go check it out. Uh, anything you'd like to add to that? No, I mean, it was it was good. Uh, there I go with the us again. Yeah. I need to <laughs> fucking stop doing that. It was a good episode. We had... My cousin Nick and a good buddy of ours, Dalton, that joined us. We talked about just, you know, basically horror movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, what our take was. strictly just horror movies. Yeah, it was just a horror movie talk. But today, I'm going to go over the evolution of horror. So, you know, the true beginning of horror films. Stuff like that. Uh, that's one of my biggest topics. This this, this is one of those ones, again, I could go that could span like two or three episodes. Because I'm so into this. Like, that is my favorite topic. Old mm-hmm. school horror, 70s, 80s, uh, even before that. Uh, like, silent film era. So, yeah, I could talk all day about that. But <laughs> we do have a certain amount of time, and uh, it is hot as shit in the shed. Yeah. We are in the murder shed, so we're trying to keep it as quiet as possible. If you hear any lawnmowers or anything, just know that we are, you know, in the middle Literally of the neighborhood. Literally in a murder shed. <laughs> yeah, the, the neighborhood. Like, yeah. you're going to hear doors closing, people talking... Stuff like that. Hopefully in the future, I think we may plan on trying to do a video yeah. form of this. Oh, Hopefully. that'd be awesome. And then... We have micro... So, just so y'all everyone's aware, we have microphones coming as well. Yes. Should be here next week or so. So yes. the sound quality will be a lot better as well. Mm-hmm. So it's slowly but surely we're improving on things. Um, there goes my um. Mm-hmm. You're going to get an um every now and then. Yeah. So, but we're slowly, we're slowly improving on things. So the microphones will be here. We'll both have one. Hopefully those work out awesomely and it sounds better. But we will get started today with the true beginning of horror films. This goes back to movies from like 1922, like Nosferatu, the the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. The, the very first known horror film of all time, The House of the Devil from 1896. It was a French short silent. Uh, that's hard to say together. Yeah. French short silent film. <laughs> Trying to get the tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, also known by people in America as the Haunted Castle. I watched it once. Uh, I don't know, five or six years ago. It, it's uh, it's okay for what it is. It's fun because watching movies like that, it's like going back in time. Yeah. You watch like Nosferatu and stuff. It, it's hilarious because just seeing like how not how things were because it's a horror movie and it, obviously there weren't vampires running around, but how they did everything, it, it it just it's astonishing to me. Like you're watching these people, like we don't know anyone personally that was alive yeah. when that movie was being filmed. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's like watching back in time. Yeah. What would you say? Eighteen. 18- well, the uh, the haunted castle. Was eighteen ninety six? I said, which yeah, also known as the House of the Devil. Eighteen ninety six. I can't even imagine trying to. Film I mean, it's not even a movie. movie. Yeah, 
that they were it's like the moving picture show yeah like that's that is not compared to now like that man I couldn't imagine trying to film a movie back in the day oh man <laughs> like nowadays you can film an entire movie on your phone yeah. in like 4k mm-hmm. so back then they had like these hand crank cameras yeah. and man they had no you know the sound all got added post-production you know music or whatever that and, and think about how hard it was for them. These actors back then had to portray; they could, they didn't talk, mm-hmm. so they had to portray their feelings and emotions with their with looks. Yeah, you know, like you, there was only so many like <gasps> expressions and like like so it's like the director's like, look, you're surprised or oh, you're happy or you're confused. Like you really your facial expressions, you really had you to had convey. To yeah, yeah, you had to sell it. But my wife hates silent films because she they creep her out I, I guess because they just I mean they are creepy, they are creepy in the sense of how everybody looks yeah. and not even intended to do so they just everybody's pale with black around their eyes yeah. and uh, look at like Charlie Chaplin and stuff like creepy looking I'm a big Charlie Chaplin fan so I mean but you know like it's crazy how they how they've changed over time you you yeah. went from these movies like Dracula the Invisible Man Creature from the Black Lagoon, Phantom of the Opera, um, all these movies from, you know, the early 1900s to what we have now. Because nowadays it's hard to scare people. They, and Hollywood knows that. Yeah. It's hard for people, I mean, I would be fine with it, but it's hard for most people that are into horror now. We're so desensitized to everything that it would be hard to show someone a dark castle with Dracula walking around yeah. or, you know, it, it's hard to to show that because, as I said, we're, we're out of the monster era, mm-hmm. really. Like, the, 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 the classic movie monsters, you know. They're bringing stuff back. Like, the, you had The Invisible Man, which I liked that reboot. Yeah, that, was that, good, that was cool. That was cool. Um, the Mummy sucked ass. Yeah. Not Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser's Mummy, I oh, actually yeah. enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise's Mummy was I never seen it. Just I, I couldn't get into it. Awful. Yeah. Awful. But it's crazy to think about how, like like you said, the old school monsters, mm-hmm. compared to the new school monsters, they have to make them huge, like, big-ass creatures and with mm-hmm. big teeth and big loud noises and stuff compared to how they used to do it. Yep, Godzilla. Godzilla. I'm not a Godzilla fan, so we're not going to talk much nah. into Godzilla. Um, but it is nuts because you it's kind of coming back as I said with Universal Studios remaking a bunch of these classic movie monsters which I'm cool with you had like Wolfman all that kind of stuff Dracula has had so many movies that it's hard to even you can't even there's so many Dracula Dracula 2000 Blackula all there's so many Dracula movies Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula which is one of my favorites Uh, there's just so many but you you went from this even those movies at that point in time would scare people. Yeah. You know, people would watch Dracula or Creature from the Black Lagoon, and it was Creature from the Black Lagoon literally was a dude in a costume. Yeah. You know, walking around and clearly in a costume. But mm-hmm. at that at that time, like, that was awesome special effects, kind of like video games. Yeah. You know, we played video games on PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2 for PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. I played that, and I was like, dude, this is the future of games. Yep. This looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, Wow. And look at it now. And look now, it's like it's like playing Minecraft. Yeah, like, like that's what it looks like. But um, and that's how horror movies have done. Yeah, they have that. It's basically like went from Minecraft to yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Like it's nuts how that worked. Yeah. 
even though Minecraft really isn't old, I guess. I mean, it's right. just it's a good example yeah, for pixelation and you know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like we went from that to around when when Alfred Hitchcock did Psycho. You had Norman Bates, which, as I said, it, it's hard to look at Norman Bates and Psycho as modern coming out of the monster movie era because, man, he he was such. That's such a tough movie to go over because it he was it was kind of like a monster movie. I don't, you know, Alfred Hitchcock did the birds and all that stuff. Like Norman Bates is up there with everybody. Like you know, he doesn't get enough credit for to be in that like that family of like Jason and all them because he's not like that. Yeah. But I still look at Psycho as one of those older movies. One of the old. It is an old movie, obviously, but I still look at it as like those. Like Dracula or whatever, Psycho was just at that time. Like yeah. it was like the Mummy or whatever. But then you started getting into like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, as we've been over before. That started bringing well that and Last House on the Left. So Last House on the Left is one of those movies that came out that really shook people because, I mean, that kind of started it with the whole exploitation out of the castles and into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. People weren't used to seeing these, you know, you went from Dracula and the Mummy to normal people. Well, not yeah. normal, but last house on the left. You know, you had these criminals that escaped from prison. They raped those girls in the woods. Yeah. Kill them. And it, it brutally raped them. Like, I mean, and dismember Like, it is... Have you seen... You've watched the original Last yeah, House on the Left? it's been a while, but yeah. it's definitely... I mean, even the remake did pretty decent yeah. at, you know... I mean, it was even the remake didn't hit, wasn't as raw. Mm-hmm. Like I spit on your grave, the original I spit on your grave was kind of it was. I hate to say cheesy in a in a rape yeah. movie, but it was it, it, it wasn't like it didn't have the effect that Last House on the Left had. It yeah. didn't have that really gritty, brutal. I feel like the new I spit on your grave, the yeah. more modern one, was a lot more like that one, watchable. Yeah, it was watchable. It was that one was yeah. That we Jay and I joke about that movie all the time. Not like again, like we always say, like you know, like oh, show me your teeth, show horse. Yeah. Like there's so many lines in that movie that are so funny, yeah. not meant to be funny. Yeah, but there's nothing just, in that movie that's supposed to be funny. But how they act it out and how they say it, yeah, like like the the slow guy, the the mentally handicapped yeah. guy was like, <sighs> I can't even like, it's not meant to be funny, but it's just. It's and I hate saying that because you know you could look at us and we're like, hey man, I spit on your grave. That's some funny parts to it, and people are like, what? What the, what the hell? hell is wrong with you? That <laughs> yeah. is not funny. Yeah, that was like a brutal rape revenge movie. Yeah, but I'm like, man, but you got these dumb hillbillies. Yeah. saying all this stuff. <laughs> like it's hard not to yeah. quote things. Like even Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, there's all these there's quotable lines like the original. Like they were just these dumb backwoods hillbillies. Yeah, it was funny. It's funny, but. but- it's nothing funny about yeah, that. Yeah, nothing funny about it. But But Last House on the Left, that really hit people hard. Yeah. Because people weren't used to seeing that. Yeah. Like society was not used to seeing they they, they society looked at monsters like, Oh, you know, monsters aren't real. They're yeah. you know, Frankenstein, you know, none of that's real. Like yeah. those are just movie monsters. Hit somebody with that at a at a time like that in the seventies. As soon as something, because that what was that that was probably like one of the most like realistic, probably like yeah, and horror that, movies. Because like, I mean, that could happen. I want to say, don't quote me on this, people. Like I know someone's gonna look it up. 
Um, I want to say I could be wrong, but I think Last House on the Left was 72. Because Tex Chainsaw was 74. But I could be wrong, but uh, I, Wes Craven uh, and Sean S. Cunningham did it, who also kind of created Friday the 13th. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, whatever. But it was early in the days where people weren't used to seeing it. You were yeah. just you were just out of the sixties, mm-hmm. the peace and love era, era like you know the hippie shit. Like you're just out of that. And then imagine right. go imagine going to theaters and seeing that like yeah. for the first time because there was nothing like that at that time. And that started that really started the exploitation kind of films. Like yeah. we had and, and there's a lot of movies out there that are intentionally exploitative. Like Last House on the Left had a good story behind it, a good revenge story. You know, you really felt for those characters. A lot of movies that are that got made, like Cannibal Holocaust, they're the ultra-violent films. Like, uh, I know Cannibal Holocaust is a little older, but you had, like, more modern movies, like a Serbian film, which, in my opinion, a Serbian film is probably the most hardcore movie that I've ever seen. Ugh. I think that it is the... I've never seen it, because I've heard everything from you. Yeah. And I just... It is one that... The story's not good. I don't care what anybody says. Even if you're into those movies, you can't look at that and say, well, that's a great movie. Yeah. It's not. Because it's not meant to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be exploitative. It's meant to make you sick and get under your skin. Mm-hmm. There are scenes in that movie that I won't even talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Like, I won't bring up. Like, because if you, if you want to watch it, watch it. That's your own thing. Yeah. I said, but there are certain scenes that even I don't agree with. And I am into... I, I like exploitation movies. Like, I like Martyrs. Martyrs was gruesome, but I've seen that one either. how have you not seen Martyrs? I think I've seen it. Damn. Well, don't watch the remake. Don't watch it. Um, but Martyrs, the original Martyrs, was gruesome, but it had a great story to it. It had an awesome, down-to-earth story. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, like a Serbian film, <sighs> the story wasn't good. It was just it was just in-your-face exploitative and just nasty just trying to make the nastiest it, it's possible. just yeah and it's just too far yeah like come on there are certain scenes and if you're listening to this and you've seen it you know that there were particular scenes in that movie that were unnecessary very very unnecessary mm-hmm. and I said I'm not going into those we'll talk about anything on this channel but there's certain things on that movie that I, I, I refuse to talk about yeah but as I said, uh, they did a good job of do- what it was made for, what it, what its intended purpose was. They they passed. Yeah, a plus on what they were going for. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so then there's a movie. I'm not gonna go into all this. There's so many exploitation films, but you had like there's one called Necromantic. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't. <sighs> a Serbian film was intentional. It was higher budget. Yeah. Not high budget, higher budget. Necromantic was very low budget, very gritty, very nasty. I'm talking a girl putting a like a like a wooden rod on a rotted corpse, pretty much skeleton almost, and then having sex with it. Oh, while her boyfriend's there. Nice. Like they're both into it. He he works with the coroner. Oh. And uh, he gets these bodies and stuff, and he, he's supposed to take them to the morgue, but he takes them home. Nice. And him and his girlfriend are freaks, and they uh, they like playing, they like torturing animals, and oh. they like to they get sexually aroused off of organs. 
you know, like hearts and livers, and they get all turned on by it. And she yeah. wants him to keep bringing home fresh corpses that he can have sex with, she can have sex with. She's really into it. Um, <laughs> is the 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 imagery in the movie? The way they they must have put all their money into the props. Yeah. Because some of the dead bodies in that movie real. look pretty real. Like when a skeleton, when a body starts decomposing, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's not. It's not just like what you imagine, where it just looks rotted. Yeah. It, it, that, the body actually starts to liquefy, hmm. so it gets wet and like yeah. it lets off this uh this like um I don't know I, I had this all in my head, but it, it basically liquefies. Liquefies. Mm-hmm. That's why you, you shouldn't bury a body just in the dirt. Yeah. It liquefies and it can poison the dirt. Huh. So it's pretty nasty. So this movie actually shows bodies that, I mean, whoever did the. Whoever did like the props and stuff, I mean A plus because <laughs> it was it looked, I mean the bodies the skeletons some of the half rotted ones were still kind of wet looking like they were still yeah. it was a pretty nasty movie yeah really nasty and the story wasn't great as I said it was just it was main purpose was exploitation to... but it's so low budget that you just feel dirty watching it yeah like Serbian film was as I said awful like I mean just the most disgusting, just fucked movie I've ever seen in my life. But it was higher budget, so you were like, I don't know, it didn't feel as gritty and and weird to watch it. But when you watch these low budget, it's almost like you're watching a weird snuff film, like an ISIS execution or something, like they're recording on a potato. Yeah, it's like a home video. Yeah, like a home video. So it feels dirty to watch them. And I said, there's all kinds of those movies. Uh, What was... What was it? Uh, and then the Holocaust thing always with like Cannibal Holocaust. There's a bunch of ripoffs of that. There's one called, um, yeah, what was it called? Uh, they had like the Holocaust era where it was like all the, in the 80s, early 80s, late 70s. They started doing all these like, um, I had one. I can't remember what the title of it was, but it shows this guy put a, this dude wearing a sock mask, which they ripped off of Jason, but he was wearing a sock mask. Um, and he puts a saw blade. He uses a saw blade strap on nice. to rape this dude in the ass. Oh, yeah. The ass looked stupid. It looked so dumb. Oh, they didn't do good on their prop. That <laughs> the the rape scene. I'm not. I'm not saying there's good rape scenes. Don't 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 don't, don't start getting You're into that. But that was so bad. Like Last House on the Left was older, but. You know, it looked like a rape scene. Yeah. This one, it was funny because the guy was like, oh, get her, get her. And he lays her down. His pants are still up. Her pants are still on. And he just starts humping. And, she, and like, he's like, oh, yeah, get in her, get in her, all this and that. And I'm like, their pants are up. Like, <laughs> I mean, I applaud to the director for not going, like, yeah. you know, like, he could have been worse. Yeah. But he just decides to save all the, the gross for a guy getting fucked in the ass with a saw blade. blade. Yeah. Strap on. And then once again, who the hell does that? Yeah. So it, it, it's obviously just clearly exploitation. Yeah. Um, but as I said, if you're watching movies like that for shock value, by all Go means. For it. Yeah. So that that's it's all about. I mean, those are the ultra violent films. Like there is some movies out there that, and in all those movies that they're talking about, like they were, ooh, this movie is banned. This Cannibal Holocaust is banned. Martyrs was banned. Martyrs isn't really old, but there are certain movies that nowadays would probably pass. Yeah. Uh, Mark of the Devil was a good one mm-hmm. with uh, Udo Kier. It's a good movie. It come. It used to come with a bar. I actually still have the collector's edition of it. It comes with a barf bag. No kidding. It says, use this bag while watching this movie. Nice. So if you just get so sick, you're like, oh, this yeah. is so gross. The movie's not. Yeah. It wouldn't even, and nowadays it wouldn't even fly as like, 
You wouldn't even need the bar back. No, it would be like an R-rated movie now. Yeah. Back then, it was like, oh, it's banned in 20 countries, this yeah. and that. I'm like, yeah, for that time. Even look, Texas Chainsaw, think yeah. about that. That was banned in some countries. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and there was hardly, I mean, you, you hear the name Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You're thinking you're going to go into a blood fest. It's yeah. just gallons and gallons of blood. Yeah. There was very little blood mm-hmm. in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Mm-hmm. Very, very little. Halloween, almost none. What was it? I think there was only like, what, seven kills in the original Halloween? Six or seven? Something like that, yeah. It wasn't that many. I mean, and you didn't see blood. Yeah. The one time you maybe almost saw blood is Lori gets her arm cut. Yeah. And they might have a little blood on her arm. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Like, you really don't see blood. Mm-hmm. He Michael Myers even pins the uh, uh, Bob to the wall. Yeah. With a knife and no blood. No blood. Which is fine, because yeah. theater, theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, that's scary. It's scarier when you know something's happening. Mm-hmm. It's less scary to see it. Yeah. Like, say there is a helpless girl in a shed, you know, or in a house or a room or whatever, and you see her on the floor and she's curled up in the corner scared, and then you see the killer or the protagonist of the movie walk up to the door, stops for a second and looks at her and she's really scared. Yeah. He walks in, closes the door, and the camera backs up and all you hear is banging around and screaming and like all this yeah. you're like what the hell what just happened what just happened yeah. you don't need to see it mm-hmm. you know what happened though yep. that's what Halloween did yep. theater of the mind you don't need to see it you should you should know if somebody gets pinned to a wall with a butcher's knife you they're know. bleeding they're bleeding you don't need to see it mm-hmm. um, most movies just feel like they have to slap you in the face with all that like, all the blood yeah they, and it's fine like bloody movies that's, that's, that's great you know but they feel like they have to slap you in the face or like they feel like the audience is stupid and we don't realize that. Yeah. Obviously there's blood. Obviously that blood. someone's gonna bleed doing that or yeah. whatever. You don't need to show everything. Yeah. It is scarier not to see. Look at the original Blair Witch. Yeah. You didn't see anything. Didn't see that anything. was scary. It never showed anything. That was scary. Theater of the mind. Just letting you think about Exactly. What's what could out, be what, what could, could be, be outside that tent. Yeah. You don't see it. Don't see you it. hear kids laughing, rocks banging around. You never see a thing. Yep. So imagine, like, if they had showed that, it would have lost its effect. Yeah. So, but, um, as I said, Serbian film, I had it in my notes, is the most disturbing movie that I've ever seen. Uh, what, I gotta ask you a question, though, and we will get into something kind of gritty here. What is the most violent thing you've ever seen? It can be on, uh, no, like, real life violence. Oh. Uh, it don't have to be in person. But any, a video you've seen or what's the most violent thing that you've watched that you were just like, what in the hell? Like, I mean, I think I was just scrolling through Facebook one day and just an ISIS dude just cut off a guy's head. Just It was on Facebook. I was like, what the hell's on Facebook these days? I was a beheading. Just, a beheading on Facebook. Yep. That's probably the most fucked up thing I've seen. Gruesome. Real life thing. Real life thing. I mean, it looked real. I mean, it was on Facebook, obviously, but, I mean, everybody was talking about it, so I'm, I'm assuming it was real because, I mean, ISIS always did that shit. Well, that, there's enough of those to go around yeah. that are real. I mean, it'd be hard just to dispute. Just a big-ass, like, it was a big-ass blade, and he just... was. It, is it the one where the dude's laying on a log? He yeah. Was in the middle of the street? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. That 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 is real. It's on that website that I, I'm not going to bring up here. I've yeah. mentioned this before, but... Uh, I'm not going to bring it up because I, I don't support their website, but mm-hmm. it is gruesome. Yeah. But it is, um, yeah, that's, that's a gruesome video. I think the most gruesome thing that I've ever seen, it was a video too. It was 
a group it was a group of women that were completely naked on their knees mm-hmm. it was a Mexican cartel it was a cartel a, a butcher you know the, the yeah. cartel doing a killing yeah and if you know anything about the cartel Mexican cartel whatever yeah they have no limits yeah. they will kill babies they will kill any they, they don't they don't care yeah well, it was like four women lined up on their knees naked in the woods, and you had these the cartel members with machetes, yeah. and they start cutting their throats and hacking them into pieces, and the video oh. does not stop until they are in pieces. Oh. And I was like, and I know you ask, like, how can you watch something like that? Like, there's some people that are like, how in the hell can you watch something like that? And I said, it does it it, it does bother me. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, it's gruesome. That's awful. Yeah. But, I mean, it kind of, like, you know, strengthens your mind a little bit. Because yeah. once you see something like that, what are you going to see that's worse? Yeah. Makes you, you know, there's videos. Tough. Yeah, there's videos on there of a guy. There's a guy, pictures of a crime scene where a guy had hacked his family to death with a machete. Yeah. And there was kids, his wife, like young, young kids, hacked, sliced up. Yeah. From a machete. Like, this dude had mm. done it for some kind of religious reason or something. I don't, I don't know. Brings me back to the old rotten.com. Rotten.com, yeah. That that website was I, I first witnessed that and I, I was, was in middle too. school. Yeah, I was young too. I was in middle school and we it actually back then they didn't like have all these blockers and stuff. Like and when I was in school you could pretty much look up anything. anything. And rotten.com was kind of in its peak at that time. And you you can't find it anymore, so don't even bother yeah, looking it up. Looking You're not gonna find rotten.com now, but and as I said, like, Rotten.com wouldn't even be as bad as some sites now. Yeah. Like, some sites now, Rotten.com wasn't even, it was just pictures. Yeah. A lot of just pictures. I remember I seen a picture of a dude, he tried to, like, commit suicide. With, with a shotgun? shotgun? Yeah. And they had the feeding tube going down, like, his, where, what was, like, what yeah. was left, because he was still alive. Yeah. That sucks. That, yeah. I'd be that, like, fuck, just kill me. Yeah, just, like, there's just, like, how do you come back from that? Yeah. Like, that sucks. There's no, like, head transplant. Like, you would be even worse off afterwards. Yeah. Because then you have to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I can even kill myself and look at me now. Yeah. I'm even worse off than I was originally. Yeah. But, like, yeah, Rotten.com would have would have been Sesame Street compared to some stuff that's on yeah, right now. Yeah, websites these days. I said I was trolling through that, that site, and I just could not even believe. That it was an actual website? Yeah, there was a, there was a family on there torturing this their daughter. I guess she had dressed kind of, you know, provocatively. Yeah. And this family was against that. And they let the little boys, the mom and the dad, the dad recorded it. The mom and, like, the one of the daughters and one of the sons had sticks. And they were beating this girl in a corner. Just smacking her with this stick, these sticks, to like as a punishment. That's so and I'm like, what kind of parent? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I don't give a shit where you're from. That's so but we're not getting into the that. Yeah. So, but it's still it's disturbing. Yeah. And and seeing stuff like that, what do movies do now? Movies have got they all those exploitation movies. You don't see many of them now, mm-hmm. not as much as back then. But a lot of these exploitation movies have got to get worse now because people are so used to seeing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, once you're so used to seeing that kind of stuff, beheadings and all this kind of stuff, like, what in a movie is going to bother you? And that's no, not real. It's not real, so they have to... So, back in the day, it was, uh, snuff films were a legend. Mm-hmm. You know, people were like, if you watch the movie 8mm of Nicolas Cage, great, great movie. And they were like, you know, snuff films are an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Like, no one killed people on video. Like, you weren't going to see a real video of somebody dying. Nowadays, that is... That is yeah. far from the truth. Yeah, you see, it, you, uh, your your kids can get online right now, like any kid can get online and 
find the stuff. Yep. It's that easy. Um, the underbelly of the beast is not hard to find nowadays. Yeah. So, but the serial killer that I wanted to go over, um, now that we've kind of explained exploitation films and stuff like that, I want you to, do you have a mass shooter today? I do. Who is it? The Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Tech. Virginia Tech Massacre. Okay. So tell me her? tell me all about the Virginia Tech uh, Massacre. Uh, his name, I know I'm going to butcher his name, so don't. So bear with him on the name. Bear with me, because he's South Korean. Yeah, I tried to pronounce it for him, too. Yeah. I, I, we're just going to do the best we can yeah. do. Yeah. So he was a 23-year-old uh, South South Korean. He, he moved here when he was younger. He became American. He got his rights and stuff. His name is Sung... Mm-hmm. Who Chu? I'm pretty sure that's how it was. Because uh, it's Yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah. Sorry if I. I know I fucked his name up. But he was a 23 year old uh, senior at Virginia Tech, majoring in English. Mm-hmm. He was born in South Korea. And, oh, he became a permanent U.S. resident in 1992. So uh, on December 13th, he was already like making suicidal remarks to his uh, his roommate mm-hmm. and stuff and they had him evaluated at a mental health facility so he's already having problems well yeah and then uh, so then a couple of years go by and he uh, from my notes it says he uh, he was still available to purchase like handguns he, he well, bought two yeah well back then think about it like even in the 92 I mean I was well, this born- is this is in 2005 that's, that's, well, I mean, even still. Yeah. I mean, 2005, look what what hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Sandy Hook, uh, all these, you know, Columbine had happened and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't as on the nose as it is nowadays. Yeah. You know, even 92 and in the early 90s, like, you didn't think about school shootings yeah. or, you didn't, I mean, you didn't Especially look at. Especially at a university. Cause yeah. Because at Virginia Tech University. So, we purchased, purchased two uh, semi-automatic pistols, uh, and then he got 50 rounds of ammunition, and then he started shooting at 9.01 a.m. My neighbor decided to mow his grass up. Anybody hears that? Yeah. My next-door neighbor decided that now is the best time. At 4 o'clock in the evening. When yeah. It's four, the hottest time. When it, the hottest time of the day. He's yeah. like, I'm going outside to mow. Yeah. So, uh... Better than background music, I guess. Yeah. I wish it was a chainsaw. I know. How awesome would that be? That'd be awesome. Go cut some fucking trees yeah. down. But he started shooting at... Nine o'clock in the morning, and then uh, there was a standoff. No, not yet. The police were notified at. Sorry, my notes are a little messed up. All my handwriting's uh, fucked up. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Okay, so they said they canceled the classes and stuff at ten something, and they received an email saying there's a shooting, and then. They was able to uh, realize that it was him. Yeah. He killed 32 people in less than two hours, and in, including himself. And then, uh, I'm fucking this up right now. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I mean, you got notes. I mean, hell, I mean, at least you put in the work. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry. And I did kind of spring this on you. Yeah. Randomly, I was like, hey, pick a shooter. <laughs> Let me uh, go ahead. Go ahead with your serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, get this together. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. 
collect yourself here. I said we're, you know, it's no big deal. I said, I mean, shit, like, at least you, at least you got your notes and you put your work in. I mean, yeah. shit. Uh, the serial killer that I will be discussing today is, God, I hate to say the word favorites. It's so weird it's to so say weird about saying a serial killer. Serial yeah, killer. I don't have a favorite, but this, this one in particular is... For me, one of the most interesting, besides, you know, H.H. Holmes, obviously he's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, shit, he had that whole, you know. But the Green River Killer, Gary Ridgway. Gary Ridgway. Man, I have, I couldn't tell you the, how many documentaries I watched on him. I just watched one this morning. Oh, and really? I, and it was all stuff I already knew. So, uh, his name was uh, Gary Leon Ridgway. He was born on February 18th, 1949 in Salt Lake City, Utah. He held a job painting trucks for 30 years and was married three times. He began murdering women in 1982 and was caught in 2001 when a DNA test revealed a match. Ridgway told investigators he killed as many as 75 to 80 women along Route 99 in South King County, Washington. He was convicted and received multiple life sentences. So we talk about uh, Sam Little. Yeah. I mean, 93. I mean, those aren't confirmed. Those are confirmed. what he admitted yeah, to. Yeah, admitted to. But I mean, we go, look at him like, oh, he's the most prolific serial killer in American history. Yeah. But, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, a lot of people sweep Gary Ridgway right under, under the, the you rug, know. yeah. But uh, he was, you know, Ridgway slangs began, as I said, 1982, when young runaways and prostitutes began disappearing from State Route 99 in South King County, Washington. Mm-hmm. He brought many of them to his home and strangled them, then left them in woody remote sites. The first few bodies turned up along the now notorious Green River. God, imagine living next door to that. Yeah. Could you Probably imagine? still finding shit in yeah. that, like, bones and stuff. <laughs> like, dubbed imagine. the Green River Killer, Ridgeway eluded the law until 2001 when King County Sheriff Dave Reckhart, hopefully, I, I probably just butchered that, <laughs> the first officer assigned to the case in 1982, called a meeting to re-examine evidence using newly developed DNA testing technology. The analysis produced a match between evidence from the victims and Ridgway, and he was charged with four counts of aggravated murder in December 2001. Ridgway eventually pleaded guilty to 49 counts of aggravated first-degree murder. That is what he admitted to. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-mm. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at life sentences for every for every killing... Why not just tell everybody what you did? Who gives yeah. a shit? Like yeah. once you're once you're going away for life, look, I did it here. I'll, I'll add more to my book. At least go in there famous. Yeah. But so that's that's nuts. And you got to think about this. You know what's the the thing that blows my mind the most? They were triangulating the area because all these detectives and stuff said the investigators and all that. They were like, look, this dude's got to live in this area somewhere in this triangle that they had drawn up on their yeah. map. The police had a tip on a guy that picked up a prostitute. That had never come back. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a match on the truck, went to his house. It was Gary Ridgway. Yeah, guess what? No. It was basically, hey, oh, th- you weren't there? Oh, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. Have a nice day, sir. Huh. They went to his house, talked to him. Yeah. Well, one of the things I was like when I was researching him, because I didn't, I've heard of him, but I didn't do a yeah. bunch of. I, I didn't, like, study him a lot, but I read somewhere that there's three men arrested before him. Oh, yeah, there's a cab driver, an out-of-work cab driver that was the primary suspect for a long time. Yeah, that got arrested before him. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Three people were arrested before him. That was one of the cases where a psychic showed up. Yeah. Which, oh, again, yeah. I, I'm not into all that, but 
she did say there was going to be a body found somewhere, somewhere, whatever. Yeah. And they found a body. Not in that exact location, as yeah. she said, but they did. she did find a body. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's cool. But, and the police were getting on her, like, hey, this is obstruction of justice. You can't yeah. be doing this. You're tampering with, you know. Yeah. I'm like, shit, why don't y'all take whatever help you can get? They, they were, like, strained yeah. to find this guy for years. I'm like, damn, take whatever you can get. I don't yeah. give a shit if, like, you just walk up to me and it's like, look, I was sent from heaven to help you. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? Like, tell I'll me, what's up? I'll yeah. listen, what's up? But think about, like, Gary Ridgway, like, would go back and visit some of these bodies. And then he started toying with people. It was funny because he'd start toying with police. He'd start posing the bodies in, like, weird ways. Yeah. To him, these women were trash. Yeah. So he always, like, a lot of times he covered them in trash or dumped them in trash areas or whatever. Yeah. They were human garbage to him. Yeah, because didn't, because I remember I read something that said his uh, his father would tell him at a young age that, like, hey, like, women are whore. Yeah. Women are whores. Like, don't listen to them. Don't, like, hang mm-hmm. around them and stuff. Well, it's just like Ed Gein. Yeah. So... His mom, women are all whores, this yeah. and that. You know, look what they did to him. Yep. Uh, so don't raise your kid to believe women are whores. Yeah. They'll probably kill people. Yeah. So, but, like, that's nuts because, I mean, and then he'd go back and have sex with these dead bodies. Dead bodies, yep. Like, after days, he wanted to revisit and he would have sex with these dead bodies. Like, that's, for, for one, obviously having sex with a dead body is fucked. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But it's sitting outside by the river. Yeah. For a couple uh, of days. Oh. And then you go back and just go to Pound Town. Take it to Pound Town. And I'm like, dude, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, to go back and revisit that for a couple of days? Like, I get, like, you killed her and then you had, you know, that's still messed up. Yeah. But, at least it's not waiting a couple of days yeah. for the body to start puffing up and swelling. And, by the creek. Oh, by the up. creek. God, could you uh. imagine that? But it's really messed up because a boater went out when they first started finding the bodies. Mm-hmm. A boater was out uh, fishing, and he thought it was a mannequin under the water. Oh. It was a black woman, and he thought it was a mannequin. Please. But he ended up falling in the water because he was trying to lean down and grab the arm trying to pull it up. Apparently, the body had been weighed down. He had shoved rocks up her vagina oh, to keep them weighed down. So even the after effect of, like, after he done it, like, how messed up is that? Yeah, that is, like... Dude, my neighbor has got to be, like, right behind us. Yeah. Like, I feel like this neighbor was mowing, and now this neighbor's yeah, mowing. Yeah. It's like, everybody's like, is he doing that podcast today? Yeah, let's go ahead and start mowing. Let's just start mowing at the hottest time of the day. Yeah. Like, let's just do that. We're all old. Yeah. Let's just all start mowing now. I thought y'all did that stuff in the morning. Yeah, exactly. But, uh... So, ignore that. As I said, once we get... As I said, we're, we're improving here. We're improving over yeah. episodes. We'll, we'll have a better setup and microphones and editing skills and all yeah. that. So, basically, we're out here now just hit and record on the phone and doing what we do. Yeah. So, it's very raw. So, but as I said, Gary Ridgeway though, man, like, that is ten kinds of fuck. Like, uh, like, I mean, that's a lot of women. Didn't and they were still finding bodies. Yeah. I mean, that was astonishing. What, so they, he got arrested in 2001, that's when they finally arrested yeah, him? Yeah, they finally arrested him. And then, uh, he just got multiple life sentences. Didn't, uh, Ted Bundy help Ted Bundy helped catch him. They went to Ted Bundy. Yeah. Because they were so desperate. Yeah. They were like, who in the hell? I mean, when the police go to a serial killer to help them find a serial killer, that's where Silence of the Lambs came about. Yeah. The movie Silence of the Lambs and Clarice goes and talks to Hannibal mm-hmm. about Buffalo Bill or whatever. Yeah. Um, they, that's where that came from is when they went to Ted Bundy to help find the Green River Killer. Yeah. So, but I said the Green River Killer does not get enough 
recognition. Yeah. And I, I know that it's not good to, to <laughs> recognize serial killers. Yeah. But when you, but, you know, like, damn, dude. Like, to evade police that long and to have that many kills, like, that's, that's, that's brutal. And, like, it's just weird that they were, like, out in the open, too. Like, the bodies were out in the open. Yeah, and, like, he, like, and he partially buried some of them. Okay. He did kill an eight-month-old pregnant woman. Oh. And he fully buried her. Okay. So, I guess he's just being respectful. I don't, I don't know. I mean, hard to even say that word with him. Yeah. Obviously, Look but 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 he did exactly what Sam Little did. Yeah, killed prostitutes. Dude. You know, people that uh, the trash that apparently no one cared about. Yeah, and, and that's the truth. They don't have family. A lot of them didn't have family and stuff. But you know, but that's and it's kind of a cheap way to go. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a killer. I can't be caught, but I'm only going to kill people that no one's going to look for anyways. Yeah. So I mean, you're not going to some white suburban neighborhood and murdering a little kid like yeah. so. But I mean, said like DNA testing improved. DNA testing improved over the time they were looking for this dude. Yeah. So imagine if we stayed stuck in the dark ages, like they probably never would have caught him. Yeah. So, but he uh, facing like he was going to be executed. He actually made a deal with investigators and revealed where he had like hidden the bodies and several young women who had never been found, while also agreeing to plead guilty to any future cases where his confession could be sustained by evidence. He was sentenced to life in prison in December 2003, having committed more murders than any serial killer in U.S. history. An additional body was found in 2011, with Ridgway receiving another life sentence in 2013. <laughs> he claimed in an interview with news media outlet that he had murdered 75 to 80 women. With speculation over Ridgway, like they this, you know, there was speculation if he was telling the truth or seeking further attention because yeah. no one gave a shit anymore. But. Dude, I, I mean, they just kept finding bodies even when he was in jail. I mean, when he was in jail, like, I wouldn't... I mean, hell, like, 40... I mean, you killed 40-some-odd people, like, what they what they charged him with. That's a damn number in itself. Like, yeah. I don't... I, I'm not one of those people that think that he was lying about it. Like, he might have been trying to boost himself up a little bit, but... Yeah. Dude, once you're in jail and you got all these life sentences, who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, I mean, as I said, you're already in life in prison. Like, why not just go ahead and tell everybody everything? Yeah, I mean... You know, like... Uh, Come clean about it. Yeah. Clean you know, it's funny that... It's funny that we look at all these serial killers. Bundy, Dahmer, Gacy, H.H. Holmes. Ridgeway. all Ridgeway, they're all white. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because everybody makes jokes that all the serial killers are white. Yeah. But then and think about male. it. Huh? And a male. Yeah, white and male. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's that's just great. But then now look at it. Now it's funny. Now that, he, now that Sam Little has been proclaimed... The most prolific serial killer in American history. Yeah. Black guy. Yep. African American. Is the most prolific serial killer in American history. Yeah. It's that is that actually astonishes me. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, when they were looking for this dude, you know they were looking for a white, probably looking for a white middle aged yeah. male. Yeah. Uh the BTK killer. I'll go over him actually and I actually have him in my notes in a few days or a couple episodes from now. He's yeah. another one that was white middle-aged male Mm-mm. did some really messed up shit yeah so uh, but that's that's astonishing yeah <laughs> like 93 and that's that, as I said that's not confirmed don't don't take any of these like when I say these these are these aren't confirmed mm-hmm. these are alleged you know but he but it is proven that he killed a shit ton of people yeah so that in itself is for what they proved it for yeah. like I mean how you get five murders to me, that's like, what the hell? Yeah, you do, you're up that's in the forties and yeah. the nineties and eighties, like oh almost a hundred people. God, I mean, both that's, of them. 
I mean, and that's he, nuts. Yeah. The hell, even Sam Little was sitting in his car. Yeah. With a dead body. Yeah. And a cop pulled up on him. He got out acting like he was buttoning his pants up. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, me and my wife just having intercourse." The cop shines a light in in the uh, in the car, and the chick's like laying there with her eyes open, like laid back. And he takes the flashlight away and gets back on him, and he's like, "All right, well, y'all have a good night. You need to leave the area. You don't want to be doing that here." Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I'd be like, ma'am, can I see your ID? Sir, can I see your ID? Yeah. I mean, back then, that wasn't like a thing. Like, yeah. who cared? Like, you know. But nowadays, like, let me see that ID. Mm-hmm. You know, let me check if this woman in the middle, if you're in the middle of a field with a woman in a car, I'll make sure she's alive. Especially since dead bodies had been popping up. Like, yeah. this ain't like it was his first killing. Yeah. So, I mean, and once again, I went off topic of our original. Well, it's just crazy that I, he was caught in a homeless shelter downtown Louisville. Yeah, where, where we are from. Yeah, what, so, 20 minutes from here? Yeah. If that, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. It could have happened to anybody. It just had to happen in Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, not all of his killings. He, I think he got brought back to L.A. Yeah. To got, and got charged. But, like, for him to be, have been found here yeah. is just, what the hell is that? Screw that 25-mile-an-hour speed limit. Yeah. So, uh, but that, that, that's that's nuts, though. Like, I said, Gary Ridgeway, and you don't, it's funny about him is that he's not even, if you were to, like, make a Mount Rushmore, you really go with who you think about, like, Bundy, Dahmer, yeah. Gacy. And they didn't have, I mean, Gacy, like, you know, 30-some-odd kids or whatever under his house, but yeah. but why did he get so, you know why? Because the people that these guys were killing, for one, Dahmer did it in a, in a fucked-up way. Mm-hmm. Putting them in bats of acid in his apartment, keeping pieces of them, like Ed Gein, all that stuff. But, dude, like... They don't, the people that did the prostitutes and stuff, like Sam Little and Gary Ridgway, they, it's like society deems them, oh, they just killed prostitutes. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. That's how society looked at it. Yeah. And even, I feel like now people even don't really acknowledge them because they didn't make that kind of, they didn't go to some white suburban neighborhood and murder their their family or murder people like, like that, people that were cared about and, you know. So I feel like they get swept under the rug because of yeah. that. And I'm not trying to give them any recognition. And I, no. I'm going to keep saying that because I'm not. I know it sounds that way. But you can't... If you have a Mount Rushmore of serial killers, dude, H.H. H. Holmes, Gary Ridgway, shit like that. Bundy. Sam Little now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Bundy and all them. I mean, but I said, if you look at Bundy, Bundy had a lot of... Killed a lot of people. And the people that, like, at college campuses and people... Yeah. You know, he got... He is well known. He's a household name. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy is a household name. But guess what? Didn't have as many kills as Gary Ridgway. Nope. But it was the people he killed that got him more recognition. Yeah. And he was smart. Smart and good looking. Yeah. And- yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. So I mean, it's weird how who gets the recognition. Like who is still remembered now? I can talk. I can. I can walk up to somebody right now and say, "Oh yeah, you know uh, Gary Ridgway. You know when he." And people, most people wouldn't know, who wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. They've probably heard the Green River Killer. Yeah, yeah. Knowing by name. Yeah, you know, you hear that name and you're like, okay, okay uh, who the hell is that? Yeah. When I mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy, oh yeah, that's that, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's something I still can't grasp. I was thinking about that today, like, that's nuts to me. You know, oh, they killed prostitutes, so who cares? Yeah. Jack the Ripper, who was never caught, killed prostitutes. Yeah. He's infamous because that was over 100 years ago. So was it really? Yeah, I mean Jack the Ripper, shit, like. I, I feel like, yeah, I guess it was. So I mean that that's that's insane in itself. Like he probably he didn't have a lot of ki- a lot of kills, 
But as I said, it was so long ago, yeah. and you know, I mean, it made an impact because of the time period. So, yeah. I had something else about Gary Ridgeway saying that what was his first kill was when at sixteen, where he lured a six-year-old boy into the woods and then stabbed him to because he wanted to see how it felt to kill. Yeah. That was his first kill. Was at sixteen, wasn't it, mm-hmm. or something like that? Where he... and and how messed up do you have to be to kill a little boy? A little boy, six year old, six. And, years and the old. way I look at it, and you, I can promise you all that I'm not glorifying these people. No, because you're a pussy. Yeah, for one, I don't, I don't, I just, I it just interests me for what they did. Yeah, but Gary Ridgeway Their mental aspect. Yeah, yeah, mentally they interest me. Yeah, but in in all reality, I'm sorry, but. Sam Little, Gary Ridgway, Jack the Ripper, all these people, these prostitute women killers are pussies anyways. Yeah. Because it, you don't see Gary Ridgway killing no grown-ass man. Yeah. You know, like, look at Eileen Warnos. She was killing grown-ass motherfuckers. Like, yeah. I mean, she was shooting them and stuff, but, like, you know, that's another one there. I mean, people didn't really look at women as serial killers. Yeah. But, I, that's just, that's that's astonishing to me, like... Like, I really, you're not, I, I, I don't applaud you like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Killing kids and teenagers. Kids and like, you're not. Innocent. I'm sorry, but you don't go to prison with a good reputation. For killing these. For killing women and children. Like, yeah. sorry, you're not, you know, you're, I don't look at, like, Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I mean, his little different. He was killing gay men. They were gay and stuff, but I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from that because I'm, you know. Yeah. Fuck, I mean. They were still men he was killing. I mean, yeah. he deserves a little bit more on the sense of, like, I mean, he would drug them and stuff when they got to his house. So they weren't going to fight back, yeah. which I understand why would you want them to. Yeah. But I, just, you're not a badass. You're not a badass. You're not a badass killing prostitutes. And I'm not saying you should kill someone other than that, like, <laughs> to make yourself a badass. But I don't glorify these people in, the, in that sense, like, oh, man, that's amazing. Because yeah. it's not. You kill prostitutes and stuff. You kill people that... You took advantage of people mm-hmm. and killed them, like lured them into lured a, them into a false sense of hope, like security, yeah. and and that's how you kill them. Yep. And if you kill kids, and you know, yeah, you're just well, you're shit. piece of shit anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it, and I said like that's, I know that'll probably get some, you know, certain people that listen, they'll probably that'll get some, you know, some uh, some attention there. They'll be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, that's what a serial killer is. They fucking kill, you know, like yeah. If you're, if you're going to stand up for them, like, if you're going to glorify what they do, as I said, if you look at it in a sense like that, that mentally that's interesting. Because I'd like to know what goes on in their head. Yeah. You know, like, um, that's nuts. Like, what does that guy think about? What what did Gary Ridgway think about when he was eating his Fruit Loops in the morning? Yeah. Like, like what was he up, th- I'm going to go get that prostitute. I'm going to murder yeah. her. I'm going to put her by the creek, by the and, river. And, and the fact that you feel no sympathy. Yeah. I mean, he looked at them as human garbage anyways, but yeah. to feel no sympathy... Like that to kill somebody and and not even lose a minute of sleep over yeah. it to murder somebody not yeah. just kill them you're murdering them in fucked up ways and going back and having sex with their bodies yeah for you to not to sleep good at night to sleep perfectly fine yeah like holy shit yeah that is interesting in itself how the human mind how the human mind is interesting not my these mind people. rate like rushes throughout the night for little stuff yeah like, did I let my dog out and I couldn't even like or something like I couldn't imagine. How these guys can go home, sleep, wake up, do it all over again. Yeah. Like, it's a job. Yeah. Now they're going to work, putting on shoes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's that it was just second nature almost. Yeah. And, you know, that's... Uh, and a lot of these people, they're always like, oh, they're insane. They're going to get the insanity plea. 
Dude, if it's premeditated murder and you know what you're doing, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Over and over again? Yeah, dude. you're not insane. Yeah. There, you, there is something wrong with you. Yeah. Obviously, you're locking something in your brain that makes you what society deems as normal. Yeah. But if you're, if you're fully like competent enough to premeditate murder to cover up your tracks and to not get caught like that then you're you're well enough in the right state of mind to know right from wrong yeah. you knew it was wrong that's why you're covering it up yeah if you knew if you knew it was if, if like that's what I'm saying like they don't want to get caught yeah and who, I mean who would I mean it's so yeah that's <laughs> I'm just I don't know yeah he's a Gary Ridgeway is definitely one of them most under like rated serial killers yeah. you'd say wouldn't you oh yeah without a doubt just because I mean I've only heard him as I didn't know much about him like I said until I did some research yeah and now I'm like holy shit yeah oh yeah this dude was a crazy did you something. figure out anything else about uh, Virginia Tech I did but we will add that in I'll record it here in a minute so okay well that'll work I said my neighbor just decided to get yeah. closer and closer to the shed Come on, man. Keep it dude, up. Dude, he's like, he stopped for a little bit. I yeah. guess he was like, damn, it's hot outside. Yeah. Look at that. Dude, he's like. So do you want to end it here? I mean, why not? I mean, my yeah. neighbor decides he's going to just like come through my shed. Is he yeah. going to park over here? Like, yeah. here, like, I got some space in the fucking murder shed. Why don't you yeah. park your big ass lawnmower in it's like here? like he's got a freaking helicopter out there right next to it. I mean, I'm all about people mowing their yard. Shit, I mow my yard. But like, it's the hottest part of the day. It's like yeah. eight, like 90 degrees right now. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ! Like dude. you could have waited till like six or seven. Like, but yeah, uh, that was. Uh, I guess we'll do a two parter today. Yeah, we'll do a two parter. Okay, uh, that's cool. Well, this is the end of part one. Is he fucking with me? Jesus, dude! Come like, on, are man. you fucking for real, bro? He had to like switch it to a higher gear. Yeah. I wonder if he hears us. He has to. Like he has to hear us being like, "What the fuck?" Come on now. Well. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, you know, when you're doing a recording in a neighborhood like this, yeah. I mean, you're bound to hear outside something. Outside. Outside and on a summer day. I mean, yeah. whatever. But uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we will be back for a part two of this video. Hopefully when this fucking dude behind me decides he's done, <laughs> he's done doing lawn work. Yeah. So we will talk to you all later on. Jay, yep. anything else to add? We, I will bring that Virginia Tech. Sorry about that first part. We will. I will have it all together. That's my fault. But... Thank you all. It was, you put in, it's A for effort. A for effort. Yeah. I swear I have all the information. I had all the articles ready. I just, I just blanked. I just blanked. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you've come so far. I've came so far. Yeah, you came, you came so far. I've came so far. All the way across the room. All the way across the room. All right, later on, folks.